What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am Heber Hammer, and I'm here as one of your co-hosts, and we are also joined by the Hooch. Yo! What's up? And, and then we got Muggin. Yo! Yo, three of us back together again. Party! I think the last two it, or three, we were, it was, I don't remember, I think it was me and Muggin for the past oh. two or three, right? No, 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 no. So we were all out last week while Muggin was right. holding the fort down. Uh, props to him for that. Props. Uh, then the week prior, I think it was all three of us. Um, but then I think the week before that was when I had to come in halfway through. Uh, okay. All right. Well, either way, point being, we're back together now. <laughs> I almost just, I was so excited, I almost just flung my mouse off my desk, by the way. So if you hear a thud uh, and I can't take it out, it's not my fault. It's my excitement's fault. <laughs> All right. Um, let's. Are you guys ready to talk about what we did this week? Because I, this was actually probably like my most efficient week ever. Let me just start off. In fact, I'm going to start off with my week. Is that okay? There you go. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm going to do this just right. because I feel like it's just going to be a natural flow. So, first of all, I want everyone to understand my in laws came in. I've recently married, right? in-laws came in like i've been over to meet my in-laws several times obviously they live in a different country by the way but um so i've been over to meet them several times you know she lives with me so she's met my parents tons of times but they've never met before so they we had the big meeting um and it was good but man i've never been like I mean, did this happen with you guys where you have to, like, feel like you have to constantly, like, entertain them and keep them talking and shit? Hell no. I think it no? depends. Um, my, no. If, if anything, I had to get my dad to shut the fuck up. Really? Because he, my, oh, so, my dad, we are fairly certain, had undiagnosed Asperger's. Mm-hmm. Or, at, at pretty just just by the way he used to do shit. Um, and... Yeah, he so getting him to shut up and not embarrass me was the key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, because he would talk your ear so, off. I mean that so that's a totally different. I, for me, we were constantly like having to just make sure that everyone was like felt comfortable and facilitate all the conversation, all that kind of shit. It was honestly like so exhausting. And they were here for seven <laughs> days, and honestly, there's just not shit to do here for seven days. Like I can fill up three days. I can fill up three days. Other than that, it's shopping and places to shop and eat. That's it. And so. Like we had to like entertain them yeah. and oh man, see this ass. is why I hate people visit. I hate people visiting here because they always want to fucking go to San Francisco and like I don't want to go to San Francisco. I'll tell you where to go, but I don't want to. Go. <laughs> but I'm not gonna go. With have you. fun, <laughs> buy and play video games. <laughs> exactly. With my kids. Exactly. This is this is where you should visit. Let me know when you get there. <laughs> Show me pictures or whatever when you come back. But I sure as fuck am not going with yeah. you. Well, um, anyway, so because of that, I, I wasn't able to play a lot of games or, or watch a lot of anything. But despite that, like, I still pulled it out of the bag and, and did, like, a good bit of all of it, basically because I ran off of, like, two hours of sleep a day. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm basically delusional right now, but, like, I, I played games and I watched some shit. So that's the most important thing. Um, yes. So, yeah, the things I do for the pot. Um, but anyway, so I did see Red and Notice yourself. and Mug, and I saw that you you saw Red Notice yep. too. Super quick little thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really no entertaining. Spoilers. I like no, it. no, just keeping it keeping it fresh. Like All I right. thought it was really entertaining. I had a good time watching it. Very funny. Nice little you know 
Uh, I was actually almost about to give something away, but I'm not going to. But it was good. Very entertaining. Definitely see it. I know it's on Netflix. I actually saw it in theaters just because it was, you know, a place to go and, uh, you know, kill some time. But, yeah, very good. What do you think, Logan? I liked it. I liked it. It was, uh, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of, like, um, like National Treasure, right? It's like that guilty yeah. pleasure kind of action movie, like a little adventure in it, you know, kind of heisty yeah. fun. Like, prob- they'll probably come out with a sequel, and it probably won't be that good kind of <laughs> <laughs> movie. Perhaps. <laughs> um, but anyway, so after that, um, I also saw House of Gucci. I'm going to keep this one really small, because I, I highly doubt there's a lot of people that care about this. But surprisingly good. I was not looking forward to it at first, because I was like, oh, fucking, like, what's about clothing empire or something? I didn't care. But actually pretty entertaining, so... If you have any interest at all in just, like, you know, going to a place, killing some time, and, you know, watching a, a pretty good movie, definitely check it out. It's probably going to win some awards, actually. Um, but the next thing, Arcane, I have to talk about it. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, how do we want to... Do we want to just wait until the end of everyone's time? We should probably... Yeah, okay. we should probably wait. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So let me, but, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah. I was going to say, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. I'll finish. So I only have like, like two more things to say. Um, okay. All right. So then the other thing was Ruined King. That's uh, League of Legends just came out with a bunch of shit recently, basically. And Ruined King is a game from Riot Forge. Um, basically, it's a third party developing company that um, you, they let use the IP for League of Legends. And they told a story within the world that was actually a very good story. Um, still not finished with it yet. But I've talked to people who have already finished it, and they said it was very, very good. I'm personally really liking the combat so far. Um, it's a, it feels like it has its own unique take. And Muggin, you, you've played it now, right? No, I have not played it yet, but I, I am oh, dying shit. to do so. Hooch, have you played it? No, I was hoping it was going to be on like one no of the way. services or something, but it no. wasn't there. I know, I know. I was just hopeful. You know, but it wasn't. So I, I'm. Uh, I intend on playing it. It's just that I have to. It's, I have to clear. Uh, clear the books a little bit before I can so take that on. Here's what I'll say about it. It's good. It's very good from what I've heard and from what I've played so far. It's very good. Um, it it definitely has some things that some mechanics that feel unique, and um, the story is obviously amazing because it's League of Legends. Um, I'm beginning to think that anything Riot puts out story-wise is going to be amazing, especially when it's in the the Rune Terra. Trust because trust just, that they, instinct. Trust that instinct. Yeah, they <laughs> they love that so much, Obviously. and they're treating it so well. Yeah, they have yeah. passion over there for their world. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But anyway, so uh, yeah, but that I will give you a little bit of advice for anyone that hasn't purchased it yet and, and is thinking about it. Don't get like the legendary version. I think the normal price is twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's right. Because I know you were looking. Yeah, at it, the, right? the, it's twenty nine or thirty nine with yeah. all the DLC or whatever. Yeah, so I was gonna say for the DLC, I don't really think it's worth it. So I would probably go. To, okay. Do the twenty nine ninety nine. Just go for that because it isn't bucks. the longest game. But yeah, just save yourself like ten bucks because honestly, you don't need what you get. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, so that's it for Rune King. Definitely check it out. And I think the last thing I'll talk about the arcane pod, I'll, I'll talk about that whenever we talk about arcane at the end. So, yeah, mugging. But you didn't play Hextech Mayhem. I did not play Hextech. Dude, I had. Did you hear what I said? I had a limited. Not to mention, I'll talk about the <laughs> the pod. But I was also editing, like putting out a new app. I'll talk about it in a little bit. We'll yeah, talk about go it. Ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Mugs. Me. All right. So while well, we talked yeah. about Red Notice, um, I picked up Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon uh, Pearl. 
wow. remakes. Overachiever. Well, yeah, one for me, one for the kiddo, and um, right. <laughs> I felt so weird doing it too, but um, I did get them at Walmart, so they were only fifty instead of sixty, so I felt better about that. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but I've, I've got about, I think I'm about ten hours in. I think he might be like fifteen or sixteen. He's he's ahead of me a little bit. I got the first two gems knocked out. Um, nice. It's kind of interesting because I've always really wanted to play a Pokemon game, but every time I've tried, you know, I've never really like it's never really hooked me. Um, right. I had started the very first one I ever tried was like Y or X and Y generation, and I just right. didn't didn't dive in. And then I tried. I was playing. I played a little bit of Sword and Shield. It was okay. Yeah. And then I tried um, Sun and Moon, which was really good. I was playing that with my my son, but he, we just couldn't find time. So this one we just got got at the same time and everything, and it's really kind of clicked. But it mm-hmm. also to me like. Now I get why people are so like hardcore old school, like been playing it for forever. Pokemon people are like pissed off at Sword and Shield because like there's so much more going on in this game. I feel like already than than was going on with like yeah, Sword and Shield that I just go, oh okay, maybe I kind of see now why people were kind of yeah. angry. But I got Sword. And I was I couldn't get hooked. I couldn't do it. Is that the first one you did, or did you yeah. play other? One? Yeah. These ones are good. I think. I think for me, one the top-down view is kind of nicer than that kind of like. I, I oh, I it's another open world, you know, third-person yeah. kind of thing. And then um, it's got a charm to it um, with top-down. Yeah, yeah. I just I think there's something to it. Um, that's just. And then there's like more like puzzly stuff. Like you get these like abilities by beating the gym leaders that your Pokemon can use in the overworld to like open up secret areas. So, like, first mm-hmm. you can break rocks and then you can cut down trees and all this stuff. So, you have to, like, backtrack to find all these, like, hidden paths that you saw while you were going. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be able to come back for that, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, so, there's this, some of that stuff This sounds on. like a Metroid Yeah, game. right. Um, <laughs> so, that's been kind of fun. And then um, I started a co- uh, Knights of the Old Republic rerun on Switch. They re- released, um, released KOTOR 1 on Switch. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe a week and a half ago. And it was like, I don't know, I think it was like 15 bucks or something like that. And I was like, well, that's a steal. Um, so I started running that. And it's really nice, like in handheld mode, actually. Um, so that's been pretty fun. And then um, I know nobody cares, but my uh, Alliance uh, beat Doom <laughs> Doom 2 100% of that. So we're in 2-1 now. So that, that was kind of fun. I'm assuming that's a big accomplishment. I don't know how big it is anymore, but it's <laughs> it's like kind of like the top of the stuff is Doom Two is like the final raid right now still. So ah, okay, it, it That's took the some high, work. Highest yeah. ceiling in the game. Yeah, so now we're in like two point one, and then there's technically two point two and two point three and whatever. But I don't know. I don't know if anyone's passed yeah. to two point one or or two point two now. So that was pretty mm, okay. pretty nuts. I think the accomplishment here is that you're still playing MSN. <laughs> yeah, fun. I am. That, that is I am. Yeah, shit happens. <laughs> and then <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I spotted some game Black Friday stuff um, yesterday and today, so I actually picked up some new stuff. I got um, I don't know, the Castlevania Advance Collection came out. Uh, I don't know, like two months ago. Ooh, it's on, on sale, five bucks off, but still fifteen bucks for three of what could be arguably the best Castlevania games. Um, are is good except no sympathy of the night, right? Yeah, that still hasn't gone anywhere other than PlayStation. So, 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then today they put the Castlevania collection, classic collection, which is all the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and all that stuff. Oh shit! For five bucks, the side yeah, scrollers. For five bucks. Nice. All the. Yeah, so wow. I, I scooped that up as well. I was like, oh shit, gotta get that. Um, and, the, and these are all on yeah, the Switch, Switch right? digital. Okay. Okay. So that's that's been my uh, week. That's. Nice, nice. That's cool because I think I remember somebody saying that like, Nintendo never puts their shit on sale, and I was like, you never know. <laughs> oh, they put a ton no, of first party stuff yeah, on sale say, this this I this year. Think they do. They had um, yeah, Fire Emblem, I, Kirby, Breath of the Wild yeah. was down like twenty eight yeah. bucks, which is like nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I saw there was a bunch of stuff that was told that was on yeah. sale. I'm like, wow, this is a good time to pick up some some Nintendo Switch stuff if you if you want. Okay. Well, what about your week, Hooch? Uh, mine wasn't super game heavy. I didn't like play anything really new. Mm-hmm. No, actually, until today. Today, I played the, uh, what is it, Fused demo, which uh, I, in one of the articles we'll talk about later on, I was led to that from uh, Harmonix's uh, acquisition by Epic. Right. And it was like, oh, that's right. I forgot they came up with another game. So the are, do you, did you guys ever play Drop Mix? No. Okay, this is like the digital version of Drop Mix. It's uh, where basically you have four tracks, mm-hmm. and um, you are like it's a it's a a baseline, uh, a guitar, vocals, and like a synth. Uh, kind of track line or whatever but you, the whole premise is you're a DJ at this big huge venue and you're trying to mix all these like licensed songs but you're mixing them and then they they match the tempo and the key uh, automatically while you're doing these things mm-hmm. but you know you're responsible for picking dropping it right at the right moment on the downbeat and you know trying to to kid everything match to make up cope with some really cool stuff like if you, if you ever played drop mix it's, it's totally drop mix on digital form which is really cool because i loved drop mix but it was kind of hard because you had to have these cards that you had to buy mm-hmm. to put onto this yet another plastic uh device that you had thanks harmonics <laughs> um, that, you, that you had to take up your uh, some space uh, but I, I played that a little bit today. Like I like the demo. I don't know if I'm gonna do the full game or not. It's just more music stuff. But it was just cool to kind of see where Harmonix is is gone with stuff like that. Yeah, so that was like enough. really the only new. That was the only new game thing that I'd played over uh, the last week. But I did catch quite a few shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting with the first two episodes of Hawkeye. Uh, Marvel is kicking ass yet again with this show. Very nice. It's really freaking cool. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, there's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's really, uh, cool to, to see, uh, Jeremy Renner, like, you know, be Hawkeye again. And then I think, uh, was it Haley Stansfield? Haley Seinfeld. Uh, is playing, Seinfeld is playing, uh, Kate Bishop. So yeah. she's actually pretty good. So again, like, so like it, it's more Marvel TV shows. It, yeah. I mean, you can't argue with that. I will say like, I mean, cause I, I watched it too. I'm up to date with it. Very good. Better than I was... I mean, definitely better than I was originally expecting. Once I saw the trailer, I was like, all right, this is more promise. And then I started seeing Mm -hmm. it, and I was like, all right, this is is as good as I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? It didn't exceed my Mm -hmm. expectations, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely like... I was like, all right, I can can fuck with this show. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I will say uh, Haley Seinfeld. Oh my god, she's killing it, dude. <laughs> no, I'm. I just mean like she's she's killing it, dude. Like she was Vi, right? And now she she's the voice of Vi. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she's doing yeah, this. Yeah. She was also Gwen Stacy in uh, Spider Verse. Yep. So yep. yeah, yep. like very. He's all good. over the nerdosphere. Exactly. Yeah. She's the nerd yeah, crush twenty twenty one, dude. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so um, the other thing I did like recently, real quick, not really super nerdyish kind of, was Eight Bit Christmas. Mm-hmm. I watched that with the kids today on HBO Max. Uh, it was interesting. They're trying to make it this generation's um, Christmas story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that movie. Very much the same vibe. It's Neil Patrick Harris narrating his Christmas where he... Wait, Christmas story you know, is in like his, old claymation? No, Christmas... You'll you never, you never seen Christmas story? You'll shoot your eye out, leg And the leg What the fuck is that? Oh my God! Yeah, fragile. <laughs> I know the old. I, you, I know the old uh, claymation one, like thing. I mm, thought that's what you're referring to. Which you guys should be no. surprised that I fucking know that one. Where's my no? Well, I, l- l- look it up. There's a there's a show or the movie from the 80s. I think it was mm-hmm. right. Um, and it's talking about uh, a guy talking about Christmas in when he was growing up in was it like the early 50s or something like that. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a it's a recap. This isn't it's the parent one, right? It's not. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. It's basically a, it's a it's a parent talking to their child about a gift that they really wanted for Christmas, um, and you know their process and they're struggling and trying to get that thing or whatever. But it's very much the same vibe. So is it good? If you want that kind of, it, it was okay. Is the original uh, good, it's a good and family is this movie? One good? Oh, Christmas Story is amazing. Okay. So that I should watch hilarious. that. But Ape yeah. Christmas, like, yeah. is kind of if you like that, maybe give it a go. You might be. I would say Ape at Christmas. Ape at Christmas is good if you have if you're a parent, and you have kids. Ah, okay, so right? Because then they, I think know. they'll they'll identify with this a little bit more than like Christmas Story. Okay, all right, fair enough. So as I said, it's it's trying to be that. Uh, the other thing I did was watch Masters of the Universe Part Two. Nice. Uh, the the five episodes. So, I'm I'm in a mixed bag of this. I think, like, where they were trying to go was pretty cool, but it suffers too much from Kevin Smith dialogue. Okay. Uh, yeah, where you're like, dude, put the fucking thesaurus down and let's start doing some action shit. I don't need 12-minute-long monologues mm. of some super crazy you know philosophy shit just fucking they're trying to you mean like you, you feel like he's trying to elevate it too much i think there are there are moments where it feels like that but overall i think it was it was interesting it was, it was entertaining mm-hmm. we'll call it that okay um i didn't hate it okay uh, so it, it was it was kind of cool to see where they took certain things and twists and stuff like that and then finally cowboy bebop which went the opposite way for me like initially i'm watching it going i don't know if i like this because it feels like a overdeveloped cosplay Mm -hmm. like film because all of the costumes and sets and everything were trying to be as anime accurate as possible and i don't think that's what you need in that Uh, thing you need it they overcorrected 
Yeah, they over. Yeah, exactly. You went too far yeah. uh, that direction. You didn't need Spike to have the exact kind of outfit and, and suit that he had in the show. It just in the anime, it just looks um, way too fake. Um, the other thing was they did take some moments from the anime that were shot for shot exact. Um, but as the the show went on, they kind of deterred. They kind of separated from that. Like right. early on, you get a lot of that. But as mm-hmm. as the show kept going on, it split away from that and then focused on whatever you know the story they were telling, right? Which right. was slightly different than what they did yeah. in, um, you know, not totally, but just slightly, just enough to where it's like, okay, this is cool. This is interesting. All I know is uh, I've they been did have some of this on TikTok. Like it feels like every other TikTok I see. It's this mm-hmm. fi- what I assume is the final scene when something happens and it was so poorly acted and done that it's literally memed all over TikTok because like holy shit this mm. is fucking terrible. Yikes! I've never I don't do TikTok so I'll have to yeah. find out what that so is. So just know the the internet is laughing at it right now. That's all I can tell you. There was yeah, and I can understand the mixed reviews on it because to people who are fans of the anime, you could be like, Ugh, why are you trying to get that close? And people that aren't fans could probably see it and be like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, I mean, have to see, yeah. I think people need okay. to realize that like when they do this, you know, they're not adapting Cowboy Bebop so anime nerds can watch Cowboy Bebop in an inferior medium. Okay, because mm-hmm. let's be exactly. real honest here. Something that started its life in anime is never going to be good in live action. Yeah. Okay. Everybody argues that um, was it um, was it Alita? Alita, Alita is the is the one exception. Okay. To that. It's I mean it's <laughs> the pinnacle of possibilities for what I, as good as a, as good as a translation can be so far. Like I haven't that, seen it. Okay, I haven't seen Alita because yeah. to be very fair to them like that was like when i was younger that was like my top three animes i watched i watched that thing till the vhs tape snapped and bought it again you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like for Mm -hmm. me yeah like i don't think you can the shit that they did in that actual anime you could never pull off on screen i don't think honestly you should give Mm -hmm. it a watch i mean i'll give it a watch very honest even like the uncanny valley of the eyeballs in the trailer Mm -hmm. were just like Scaring me. You just all I'll say is give it a watch. I'd be really interested to because I I never watched the original anime. I've seen now videos going over the original anime that you know I watched after I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. But for someone who has seen the original anime, I'd be very curious to see what you thought after watching the. Yeah, movie. I mean, I, I'm sure I'll get to it one day. But it's one of those things yeah. you can't watch it with the kids, so it makes it kind of difficult to. Uh, yeah, definitely to catch. Yeah. But I just I I think that there's a problem. You know, I think it's just to me, it's just a bad idea to try and pull anime to live action. I don't know what you really gain there, you know, other than like literally getting people that don't watch anime to watch uh, an IP that was good that, in that's another what medium. It is. And the problem with that, Six. the problem with that though, is that you, you, um, you you set yourself up for failure because all the anime nerds go and watch it and then yell at the from the highest mountain about how terrible it is and just watch the anime instead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then then the people mm-hmm. that have never seen it go, well, shit. If it's that bad, I'm not going to waste my time. And now you're like bored of that money and nothing. You know? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that actually is a good transition to the the next thing, actually, which is Arcane, because I think that Arcane has showed us like you know modern animation it can be just all you need to get people to watch that fucking show because it's fucking astounding, right? Oh yeah, and they they are. Dude, aren't needing yeah. to do a live action. But let me ask you a question. If they had mm-hmm. done that show in live action, do you think it would have been anywhere near as successful as it is in anime? Because I would say hell no. Uh, n- n- no. I mean, animation was half the, the beauty of, of that show. Um, because you, there are certainly some things that you can't replicate. Like, you just can't. You just don't have the ability to emote like that, like you can in that animation, um, which was critical to what they did. But like as far as like action, like I, I do think we're getting to the point where we can have the action match up if you have a big enough budget. But the ability to get that kind of budget for, you know, to make it look even decent uh, is pretty fucking hard. You know what I mean for yeah. for an anime. It's a lot. You know, live action. Yeah, good good fucking luck doing yeah. that. So, but that's the thing is, it's I mean, like it takes we saw, so much to do it, and then you end up. I mean, I'm, I'm I would I would I mean, think look, that Netflix's budget for Cowboy Bebop has to be mm-hmm. the highest that they've put into an anime to live action adaptation. I, I would yet. think so. And you still not. Yeah, but I mean, look at look at how disappointed we were with like WandaVision and a lot of the special effects there mm-hmm. and that's marvel slash disney yeah i mean they're gonna throw a shit ton of money mm-hmm. that. yeah well i think um you know it, one thing that will be interesting is that uh you know ironically league of legends is going into live action movies they've already said mm-hmm. they said they're already working on live action movies so that'll be pretty interesting granted they got they got money for days. Well, yeah, so, I, I, but I think oh, yeah. I think like League of Legends is very unique in that mm-hmm. because of how well they've built their world. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could basically do Pirates of the Caribbean in you know Bilgewater, right? They could do you yeah. know what I mean they 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 could yeah they could pick the right section of the world and the right story to tell that it, it that suits itself to. Mm-hmm live action and that's where i think the big mistake in doing you know like i think the story that they've told in arcane is best suited for the animation and especially the animation style that they chose right yeah like i think if you had you know a 150 million dollar you know disney budget yeah you could probably pull it off but i don't think it would be as smooth you know what I mean? Like some of that. No, stuff. I absolutely agree. And that's, I mean, and it's, it, you're right. Cause it's a very important thing. We actually talked about that on, on our podcast as far as like what we thought um, they're going to do for live action. And we think the same thing as far as like, I'm pretty sure that it's not going to be in somewhere like, you know, Mount Targon where it's, you know, all, all magic all the time. Basically it's going to be somewhere more like Bilgewater or, um, Maybe even like no, Sharima has shit tons of magic, but uh, I think you can do magic though. Like I think you can do magic. I think you can probably. Pull well, it depends magic on off. it depends on the level because if you're going to do it right, like how th- I imagine they would, there's a lot of regions that like if you go to some regions, it requires a lot. Yeah, true. But if you go to like Bilgewater, I think is probably the safest. Bilgewater. Piltover and Zahner, honestly. And Demacia. Demacia is actually no magic at all. It's like the whole thing is that there's no magic. Um, 
So yeah, any of those regions, yeah, for sure. If you do something there, you you won't be needing that crazy crazy budget. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyways, well, let's like let's go ahead and talk about Arcane a little bit, just because we all finished watching the third um, arc or the third act for that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what did you guys think? Member, no spoilers. Muggin, Muggin, uh, you okay. I mean, I literally just finished it right before the pod, and I'm going to tell you, like, that last episode was, like, probably one of the best, like, season finales I've seen in a Mm -hmm. long time. You get, it's it's got this interesting, you get the payoff that you've been waiting for the whole freaking show, and if you're a fan of League of Legends, you know exactly the payoff that I'm talking about. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not a spoiler. You just know it if you know it. You get that yeah. payoff, and it is just you're just like, fuck yeah, you know. It's like it's like the opposite of like we're all waiting for Vader to get into his suit, and then you're like, right, no, that was, you know what I mean. You're like, that, fuck. that was more like I felt that. You know what I mean? That's like how you fumbled <laughs> something that everybody knew was going to happen. This is how you don't fumble it, and it was just like, hell yeah. And then, but at the same time. Like, where that show ended, that cliffhanger, like, mm-hmm. you're like, dude, like, I need that next drop next week, not next Oof, year. Like, why you do this to <laughs> me, bro? Um, there's pl- they left plenty of unanswered questions yeah. while also tying up, like, a ton of loose ends. Um, so yeah. I'm, like, I'm really stoked that they announced, I mean, we'll jump ahead, but they announced season two already is coming um it's in the it's in production so mm-hmm. you know we we have to wait but we know it's coming at least um which yep. i think is good yeah and i want to go ahead and say for anyone that doesn't know it has hit number 12 on imdb's uh best shows ever it just passed game of thrones list. just passed game of thrones and it has a 9.5 to a 10, or you know, 95% yeah. to a 100% on every single major review platform. Now, what's interesting? Something what's interesting insane. to note about that Rotten Tomatoes top 12, you know, mm-hmm. making it to 12th, about half of, about or IMDb, about half of the things in front of it are documentaries. So just remember yeah, that, they that really like, are. if you take the documentaries <laughs> out. It's like in like the yeah. top six or something like that because it's like yeah. planet like number one is planet Earth and number two is planet Earth two. It's like, like you know yeah. it's like <laughs> because documentaries. I mean like you make a good documentary, you're gonna get a good review, right? So you right. know and that's fine. But if you take those documentaries out, it, it slides up way farther, way faster, which is pretty crazy. Like I mean like Breaking Bad yeah. is basically the first non-documentary, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 definitely up there with some really good shows. Yeah, Hooch, what did you think about it? Oh, dude, like I I wanted to hate on it simply because you were so because <laughs> I love it. so high on it before <laughs> it came out. I was like, please let this be shit, but I can't. It wasn't. <laughs> it's it's it, too uh, good. Had me had me glued <laughs> to the fucking end. <laughs> like, dude, I'm telling you right now, uh, "Enemy" is one of the most highest, like, highly played songs on my Spotify right now. Uh, dude, I hear I it everywhere that. on the radio now too. Like, seriously, <laughs> every day, which is great because, like, whenever like me and my wife here, we're fucking like blast that shit because it's great. And the video for it is just like amazing, and it gives you a little bit more backstory. Yeah, I'd say you get some tidbits and there. Yeah, yeah, like the whole thing. Like, like it got me like 
so keen on like I want to learn more about the world, right? Mm-hmm. So I you know I was I was super into just like reading up on some more stuff. I think you sent me some things to look mm-hmm. at, and I was following through, learning more about Piltover and Zon. Like I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Mm-hmm. So like I'll I'll read oh, you things with it once you, you won't be hitting like too many spoilers. Like I wouldn't worry about that. I'll ex- well, I'll explain why well, um, off the show because it's complicated. But I wouldn't worry about yeah, that too okay. much. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I, I know not so much spoilers like story wise, but spoilers as to the uh, a um, character's ultimate. Um, like, oh, like their abilities and up. shit. Not like that's the, like their abilities, their their ultimate kind of like like I where they where they come into like League of Legends, right? Mm-hmm. And other games like they've gone through this process or through whatever the events of the story um, of Arcane, they've already gone through this and come out to here's what they are and here's how we know them. We're just kind of telling you some backstory to fill in what happened and got them. To this yes point. and no, they um, ha- they are actually going to be changing it. These there are absolutely usually with timeline issues like most of them with timeline issues but there's definitely like things that are not that they have an arcane that are not in the regular canon story and so they're going to be they already said they're going to be updating the character stories to match up with arcane but it's they they're not going to do it until like after i guess like season two or so of the show because Oh, so they're doing some retconning. Yeah, they are doing some retconning. Yeah, but I understand it's not like huge retconning. It's like little. It's like tweaks to the info, like and also like they're they're like making canon some things that people have like kind of like kind of depends on what you consider huge. You know, because it like establishing familiar relationships that weren't already there but that were kind of hinted at well yeah i mean like a yes like that was something that was a big deal because it was never fully um confirmed pushed out that Mm -hmm. it was yeah confirmed that it was that they were sisters i'm i mean i i am still not i mean whatever i'll talk about this later on but anyways um yeah but there's a timeline. There is timeline issues there, and so they are going to adjust. They have to adjust the timeline a bit, and that could have some yeah. pretty, like some fairly sizable, um, retconning like issues that comes with it. So okay. yeah, it'll it'll okay. be interesting to see what happens there. But, um, anyways, let's go ahead and and move on to. Oh, I do want to mention this part. Sorry, this is just like. Hold on a second. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Muggin secretly messaged me about something with a spoiler. <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's where was. you were going is what I'm going to guess. <laughs> uh, it wasn't, but no, I mean, that that is an amazing thing. Trust me. But I, I will say this real quick. Also, um, I do have a podcast with my buddy Sean. We are huge League of Legends fans. Um, it is basically our lives. We made one all about Arcane and all about all the future shows that it's going to be coming because they have multiple shows in production already that they're working on including how they announced arcane season two is coming and live action movies and so we go into the lore deep dive on the episodes blah 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 just check it out it's called chronicles of runeterra um exploring arcane and uh yeah it's been getting very good reviews so thanks for any of you guys that are listening but yeah it's been a fucking blast but it's a pain in the ass to do because it takes like two hours of note taking because there's so much fucking subtext at every single episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right, two hours of note taking, yet you couldn't remember powder throughout the whole first episode. Dude, well, because it's jinx to me. It'll never not be jinx. That's just like that's that's trying to wipe out you know twelve years of canon at one point. So I know, but Sean was basically like every, every single fan time of the show. Yeah. Like like every, like by the time we got to the end, he was just like. Who's Jinx? Exactly. Who? I don't know who this Jinx is. Who are you talking about? Best thing about that show was whenever we switched to Act 2 so I can start saying Jinx again. <laughs> um, but anyways, all right. So let's go ahead and, and keep moving on because uh, trust me, I can talk about Arcane all day. I've already basically done it. So yeah, let's go ahead and, and move forward. Take us away, Hooch. Uh, well, uh, so <laughs> one of the, switching complete gears mm-hmm. from Arcane and things that are cool... Apparently, the producer for Mario's movie is saying uh, Chris Pratt is not going to have an Italian accent yeah. for the Mario movie. What the fuck is going on with this goddamn movie? Okay, so, so here's the thing. Like, I, That was something that I was kind of concerned about, right? Because like, if Chris Pratt is going to do a stereotypical Italian mm-hmm. accent, he's going to get canceled. Right, I thought that he because he's not Italian. I just thought that he was going to have. Well, apparently he's a, he's Italian American, but is he? Uh, okay, he is. okay. But okay. either way, like I can't imagine like a great accent coming. Like whenever you think of Italian accents, you're not thinking of Chris Pratt, right? So no, I, I mean I definitely thought that it was like maybe he had some fucking crazy Italian accent that was just perfect for it, and that's why they got him. But now we find out that he won't even have an Italian accent, which is. Like, how can you have a Mario without the voice of Mario, you know? like. Well, I mean, it's yeah. pretty Bugging, easy. I mean, you they, don't hire the voice of Mario who's, like, alive and kicking. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like they couldn't have just called the dude that voices Mario and has been since he started to voice yeah. Mario. Like, that. That's a, they made that conscious decision. I, I think I think the idea of it, like, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and say it again, just like the anime thing in Cowboy Bebop. Yes, they want, you know, Mario fans and video game people to go and see it. But no, they're not going to jump on the stereotypical, it's a me, Mario, you know, bandwagon um, to have everyone yell about how he's an, a terrible character of uh, Italian-American immigrant lifestyle. You know what I mean? They, I think they're mm-hmm. just trying to normal make it kind of more normal and not have to carry that baggage. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. With it, probably. But like, isn't he there something say, to be said about protecting a legacy of like yeah. one of the, if not the most famous, you know, gaming character of all time? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, um, I mean, well, I mean, there is that other Mario movie that would knock your door down and tell you there is no chance of caring <laughs> about that character. So, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> sorry, they, um, Fair but I think, you know. The guy said, basically, he says, we're going to make an, you know, he said there is a nod to his Italian heritage in the movie, right? To kind of like yeah. put it in there. And but he said that the, yeah, that, yeah, that Chris Pat they... Pratt is doing a voice. So my assumption is we're not just going to hear Chris Pratt talking. It sounds like this guy basically said he's doing a voice, not his voice kind of thing. Um, and I stand behind it 100%. So... Mm-hmm. You know, look, good on them for, you know, sticking behind their choice and and, and mm-hmm. feeling like they've made the right decision. I think that's important. You know, it made me feel a little bit better that he wasn't just shoehorned in for star power. You know what I mean? 
Because that's what yeah. it felt like when yeah. they when they dropped that cast. You were like, "Oh, here we I go." I mean, it still still feels like that to me, honestly. But oh, because de- I'm just so unsure of this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they definitely did it, but I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, dude. That Jack Black casting has me like, "You, you good? Bro. You done right, bro?" Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's some, well, there are honestly, definitely some wins. Charlie like Day, anything. Charlie Day too. Charlie yeah, Day well, and, and Jack um, Black, is it? It's Key, right? Uh, Key is doing. Oh, Keegan. Tote. Keegan yeah. is doing. Doing yeah, uh, Toad, I think that one will be good. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. think they've got some some good ones in there, but there were yeah, there were definitely a, a, like two or three head scratchers where you were like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what we'll happens see with, with it. it. But yeah, I am definitely like, I'm very just worried. I mean, at least it's animated, and not live action. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just let's just that is true. Again, thank them for picking the correct medium to try and tell their story. Cause I think that's something that's important. <laughs> oh, they, they learned from the last live action. <laughs> I just feel like that. That's Oof. just, I mean, not to open it up again, but like, I just feel like that's what makes it weirder is that like, it, it is like just have the fucking guy do the voice. Yeah. Like if you're going to do animated, why not? Like you don't have to worry about it. No one's going to get mad at Mario for doing Mario's voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, how good is that guy at at you know acting the whole? Well, thing? I mean, he's like, a voice actor by trade. He's yes. not just the voice of Mario. Yeah. Like he's a voice. He's actor. not a guy they pulled yeah, off the true, street one true. day and was like, "You're the voice of Mario," and then he had to just kind of <laughs> stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I gotta say these six things over and exactly. over again. You tell me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so he doesn't. He technically doesn't talk very much. So, yeah, no, he doesn't exactly. So that's good. Um, speaking of speaking of talking very much, mm-hmm. yeah, fucking, I'm not even gonna try to segue this. Hey guys, there's a new Marvel MMO coming. Hell, and, uh, it's hell uh, yeah? Question mark. Here's here. Oh, okay, there's a couple of notes from this that you're gonna want to hear. Mm-hmm. It's being uh, developed mm-hmm. by Jack Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Who designed City of Heroes mm-hmm. and is currently doing the lead on DCUO? Okay. So this, I mean, there's it's it's a long term project. They're not saying anything really, but the I I also don't know like, is it going to be similar to DC where you aren't playing a Marvel character but you're playing a you know character you create within the absolutely. Marvel universe where you get to Ab- absolutely one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, I like. Honestly, it's the smarter way to do it. Listen, do do you want another Avengers game? No, because because when you put (laughs) two thousand people on a server, you're not going to have just one Spider-Man. So, like, you can't, you can't, you you have to populate the world with those characters, those locations, and then allow people to create their own stories in those spaces and. I played City of Heroes and City of Villains for years, and th- I mean those I games for me. I mean, I played City of Heroes two years ago on a private server for about three months, like, and it held up as good as you could for a game that old. But you know, I mean, that still has probably one of the most robust superhero character creators ever. Like, I, I booted that thing up, and I was like staring at that screen for like an hour and a half, making my dude. You know, that's so awesome. That costume, awesome. Yeah, the costume. Yeah. If they can, if they, and then, and then, t- on top of that, as you play the game and c- completed like, like heroic quest lines and stuff, you gain new costume items for your next characters and stuff, which mm-hmm. was really cool. But 
if they can yep. bring that level of customization into it without like letting it like be murky or screw with right you know the continuity of the world like i think they'll be in good shape you know the thing that was nice about yeah, city I heroes play- and villains was it was it the lore of that game from the ground up was developed by those guys so they didn't have to worry about well, Iron Man is stronger than this guy, and Spider Man's better than that. You know, yeah. what I mean, like you, you don't have to walk into that power fantasy going, "Well, my level one nobody can't be going out and fighting Sandman, right? He's going to have to fight some like right. jackhole Robin Wallets on the street until he gets bigger." You know, so it's going to yeah. be how, how do you flow yeah. that? How do you create that? That arc. I think that. Well, that's where you that's where you come in with the DCUO, where you have that established IP characters and universe and locations within it but then you provide the player a way into that as a generic hero and then they interact with the named uh, heroes and villains whether they decide to side with good or evil or whatnot. did did you guys play champions yeah I played champions no okay yeah I played that for I think it's first year it was out it was not as good yeah I think um it wasn't as good, but I think where champions kind of had a little bit more was uh, customizability was in the like character, the power sets, like the things yeah, you can do with your character. Like for sure, City of Heroes had the costume creator. Champions had the power. Well, by the sets, time, yeah, merged the two together. By somehow. the time City of Villains came out, the power sets were, I think, not far off from Champions. I think Champions refined it with a lot of quality of life improvements. Yes, yeah. you know, because by then, yeah, yeah, you know, there was a considerable change in that market space. Um, but the other thing yes. to think about is, um, you know, the the bigger thing, the bigger concern that I have, and, and I haven't played DC online, so, you know, tell me I'm an idiot. Same, yeah. The power fantasy of I'm a Marvel, I'm a, you know, by saying I'm a superhero in the MCU, you're saying I am a Marvel superhero, right? So the power fantasy is that my character is going to be on par with these other dudes, right? With Spider-Man's and Iron yes. Man's yeah. and Thor's and shit. Yep. Eventually, yeah. But, yep. well, yeah. you say eventually. The person who goes to play that game, he's not... He, it's like the spider problem, right? With fantasy MMOs like EverQuest 1. Like, oh, cool, EverQuest 1. Well, I'm going to spend my first three days killing snakes outside of the city, afraid to take two feet, two steps for dying to a goat. You know what I mean? Like... You don't want to feel so weak that you're just fighting these like piss ants in an alley and your boss is like their 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 cousin that's got a tattoo on his face. You know what I mean? It's like you want mm-hmm. to go and fight no. the Sandman and Doc Ock and you know the Ironmonger and and Green Goblin and 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 Magneto and all these like big huge bad guys, but like you can't just like jump into that, right? There has to be like a progression. Well, to so it. the way yeah. Well, the way they did it in DCUO was you're starting out as a brand new hero um, and you align yourself with one of four, six. No. Well, anyway, with um, with one of the uh, characters, the existing characters, the mentor. Right. So you have like Joker, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Uh, I'm trying to remember who the other ones were. But anyway, you pick one of them and they then... Uh, walk you through like the tutorial process then you you go to uh the starting area of either gotham or metropolis Mm -hmm. and um you you actually start out just fighting against you know thugs and things like that like random low level stuff but you're still 
progressing through missions where you do wind up taking on some of the you know bigger villains like there's one mission early on where you're fighting dr psycho um so you do see a lot of those villains that you're Mm -hmm. taking on so the idea is that you're new to your powers so you have to understand and learn and get better and they kind of get away with them better acquainted with them killed like outright they're like oh you beat them instead of like yeah, killing you, them. Yeah. They run away, and there's like a chest behind them, kind of thing. I I just think you that defeat, yeah, exactly. I just think you that if you do anybody, it, it's always, if you do it correctly, I think that you end up with a situation similar to like My Hero Academia, where the world is like you have these, you know, um, I forgot what they call them now, um, but like basically these uh, hero establishments where the big name heroes all have like a basically like a company where they train new heroes kind of like similar to this mentor system that you're talking about and then if you Mm -hmm. have um, the option for people to be villains as well then you can populate the world like pretty easily with a whole bunch of villains and a whole bunch of heroes at low tier and you can go beat the shit out of each other for points well yeah that's the pvp has got to be that's the thing is that you have to because you don't want it to be like it gets weird if you do if you like go out of the gate going well it's hero on hero you know what I mean that's kind of well weird. no but I think that if you weave it in I think that if you weave it in well enough then you can have like your your you know narrative that you have to follow but that can be more of like the thugs and the whatever low tier here or low tier enemies uh, villains rather mm-hmm. and stuff like that and then you can fill in with like pvp systems and stuff like that to make it feel a little more like all right i'm actually fighting some badasses yeah. I, I mean i think I it can like, be done i would like the idea of that Though, i mean yeah. if anyone can do it that guy can do it you know what i mean so i'm i i'm yeah glad that they went and said let's 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 get that guy you know that that did mm-hmm. this great thing and, and put him back in the driver's seat of a new you know, even stronger, True. more established IP with a butt ton of money and make something new. I'm cool with that. True. Well, apparently there's a there's an upgrade for DCUO coming in 2023. So that's going to be interesting to find. I, I mean, I I had a lot of fun. With Hasn't DCUO. that been off of everyone's radar for like ever now? I feel like that game's been out forever. I don't know yeah, if that game was ever really so, on the radar as much as they wanted yeah. it to be, to be honest. Because I was going to say, I've the problem never heard with DCUO. The problem with DCUO was that they tried to make every character viable in solo. So you have basically you have two builds. You have your damage build and then you have your um, special role build, whether that's tank or DPS or um, support or whatever it was. And I think that's just that kind of got a little bit confusing and it never felt like you were truly strong enough and you could get in a situation where it just didn't work. One of the cool things about it was regardless of whatever class you took you had your primary attacks were like weapons based right so you could have like i use a sword i use um you know a bow and arrow or i use my fists or you know whatever but that didn't dictate what type of power you had you could still have the same power like you could be fire based or ice based but then you know i'm a fire ice based tech guy and this one's an ice based bow guy or whatever uh but it was kind of cool that you still had that flexibility the problem mm-hmm. was some of the weapons weren't as good as others for doing certain things so you wound up in this kind of cookie cutter build in order to see success so you lost where, where you were supposed to have flexibility, you kind of lost it because the design of the weapons didn't fit very yeah. well. 
it'd be interesting to see how they if they can address that and and what they're going to do moving forward yeah sweet fair enough we'll we'll see yeah speaking of addressing things rockstar Hmm. (laughs) i don't know if you guys talked about this before um did you guys talk no. about uh, nope. that I missed the part before? You uh, there's about nothing Rockstar on here that, the that's pretty been bad. spoken about before. All right. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about good old Rockstar. And we talked previously about how they were dropping the uh, GTA trilogy and how we were all excited to see what the the new things were going they were going to bring. And then they they screwed the pooch. So it didn't come out as well as it was supposed to. Uh, so much so that they have decided to we, we talked about they they pulled the classic versions mm-hmm. of the games off of the shelves, so to speak. But as an apology of sorts, they brought them all well, back. Well, they will. They so, will. They they sorry, haven't done yes, a, they yes, haven't they done they a were, damn thing. And 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 on top of that, they're only available through their new launcher. The, you know, the yes, one that went down yes, for like yes. fifty hours. Be when the game came. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 the thing I wanted to talk about. Like. What are you? What are your guys' thoughts on? Hey, releasing a first releasing the trilogy in an unfinished form, right? Is it more of you know developers doing packaged goods, quote unquote, and because they're trying to get them out the door, they're not being that's bullshit uh, as thorough. That's bullshit. Or this thing was finished. They made some shitty choices. I haven't played it, but I've read enough reviews. And the reviewers even say it. These are just bad ideas. And and, and there's interviews okay. with these guys that back up why they did what they did. So, like, for instance, The Fog, right? So, I, f- I think it was um, San Andreas, right? Because of the limitations of hardware and the way they built the, um, the, the, they built the map, right? They use a lot mm-hmm. of twists and turns mm-hmm. to make the map feel much larger than it is. So that when you're going... Yeah. F- you're talking about the original version, right? In both. Because they didn't change any of the map. They didn't change the map at all. Okay. They just okay. upgraded the graphics. So the way they build those maps back then, because they couldn't have these gigantic maps like they have now because the systems couldn't handle it, they made a lot of twists right. and turns. And San Andreas, there's like three cities, like I think it's three cities right next, right, you know, that are, and they're supposed to be a distance away from each other, right? Like driving from, yeah, you know, yeah. LA to the next city over, right? Or driving from, from Tampa to Orlando, it's an hour drive. And in the, in, in, and, and they use twists and turns and then fog to make them seem like they're far away. So you, but, but then they take the fog out of the game and they say, well, we added more, um, more draw distance because the hardware can handle it. So you can literally see these cities that are supposed to be miles and miles and miles away. Far away. If you you can literally yeah. see the entire map and all of these different cities that at one point felt like they were you actually drove from city to city. Now you can literally and it, yeah. it makes the map look like crap. And and they stood by that and said, Oh no, we did that because we had better draw distance and we could handle it now. And now they're going Oh yeah, that was a that was a mistake. We're gonna bring the fog back, you know. You know that wasn't supposed to be like that. And it's like no, no, no. Somebody made that decision, and now you're using the whole. Well, we really wanted to get it out in time for the holiday season, so these are things that we just need to fix. Mm-hmm. And and it's getting kind of old. You know, Rockstar yeah, is the developer. We'll release it as it yeah. is and fix it later. Right. Rockstar is the developer and the publisher. It's not like when EA yeah. owns one of these little guys and says, bitch, get that thing out. 
you know, and, and Bioware goes, well, I guess we're going to release Anthem now. You know what I mean? And then you're like, oops. <laughs> um, and, and, and you tarnish the reputation of your company, you know, for all eternity. They're their own publisher. They're their own developer. In this case, I believe they did hire, they did outsource it because it's a remaster, but they're the ones that forced themselves to do this. And on top of that, they released it through their own launcher and they pulled everything from everywhere. And they, 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 I mean, they sent out cease and desist and DMCA takedown notices to every mod developer on the old ones where they used to embrace mod developers. And it was just the entire thing has been just a colossal PR nightmare for them. And they're doing what they can to backtrack it. And they're basically, in my opinion, they're lying and using this whole like, oh, that's a bug. Oh, it's not supposed to be that to cover up just poor choices. It's like, just own up to it. Be like, yeah, that was dumb. You guys called us out on it. We We think you're right. We're going to put it back in. Sorry. Yeah. We wanted to try. We want to do this thing. It didn't work out. That's what happened. Yeah. And since the games are virtually, you know, suck ass at some point in the future, not right now when you want it so you can play the games you paid for, but sometime in the future, we're going to give you the old versions of these games on our new launcher. Right. You know, not give yeah. it to you on Steam where it used to be your Epic Game Store, or good old games, or wherever they were selling them. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're giving you free versions of what you already own, but the old versions, not the remastered versions. But it's not like they're giving it to you right now, so you can start playing it. You know, which is like where you go. Okay, so what? What's my real bonus? Do I get it like in a week, in a month, in a year? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's happened. It sounds like when, when is this gonna? Happen? It sounds like to me yeah. like this is basically just like the biggest. I mean, like all remasters are cash grabs for the most part, but like this is like a big, huge fuck you cra- cash grab where they, you know, like you said, made all the other ones unavailable and took it away from all the other stores. Tried to all unify it under their system where they don't get, you know, they don't have to pay fees for anything and uh, make a shit ton of money. And then it looks like they tried to create more, like, you know, quote-unquote perks or, Mm -hmm. you know, extra features or something like that. Shoehorn those in to try to validate this being, like, a brand-new remaster that everyone should get. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, it hurt it more than it helped it because, like you said, it was was made to, you know, near perfection. And then by trying to overfix things... Um, it yeah, I mean, taking there's away a lot of the good things in it. Yeah, there's two ways to go about it, right? There's the remaster, like this Kotor that just dropped on Switch. Mm-hmm. Same freaking game. It's even, and they just up the textures to 720p, I think, from mm-hmm. 480p mm-hmm. or 1080p, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever they went it to. Otherwise, same game, same mechanics, same graphics, same polygon, same everything. That's a that's a remaster. And a re-release on a new system, right? Which is which is what yeah. this was. The other thing you have is a remake, right? Like what Final Fantasy VII yep, did right. with the remake, and what they're doing with um, what's the other game they're getting ready? They're, they're they're remaking Kotor. They're doing a remake of Kotor as well. Yeah, which is a completely yep. re-envisioned version of the game with modern game systems, right? Um. You didn't see Square drop that remake and then pull the original Final Fantasy VII off of store shelves and off the PlayStation and the Switch and the and the Steam and everything. No, they they left it there for people to to play the original work and to play right. the remake and go and compare and contrast and not invalidate purchases previously made and things like that. There, there's just not a reason well, one of those to delete things where they the were, old version. 
in my opinion. Yeah. No, they were hoping they they were recognizing that the reason why this remake is being is successful is because of the fans of the originals. Right. So why would we why would we take that mm-hmm. away from them? Not to mention people who play the remake who didn't play the original might want to go back and say, "Oh wow, this is really cool. Well, what what was the OG <laughs> yeah, right. version like?" You get that with everything. Whenever you do a remaster or a remake, mostly remakes. When you do remakes, you'll see people that well, what was the first one? Like this one was fun. What was the first one? Or vice versa. This is trash. Go play the other one. Yeah. I mean, they definitely. It was very uh, obvious you, that in the logistics of the purchase, they were trying to get people to spend as much fucking money on this thing as possible, and only through them. Right. No only buy it through them yeah. to cut out the middleman yeah. to make yeah. them an extra twenty five percent on every sale. Exactly. Yeah. There's that. There's also the control of the thing, right? They wanted. They called this the definitive. And it's the sixty bucks edition. Yeah, because they just wanted, like you, you said, the cease and desist for the mods and stuff. Like, no, we want everybody working off of these now, I guess, maybe. No, it's, there's no modding in these new was, ones. As you said. There's no modding. There's, there's no Oh, mod that's support. right. There's no modding. They, they pulled the So they didn't even want that. They just want, oh, see, that's yeah. just all bad. It's like, the, it, I bad mean, like the, the Castlevania thing that I just bought, right? It, it's three mm-hmm. of the Game Boy Advance games tweaked for the Switch um, screen size and, and updated mm-hmm. with some slightly crispier sprites i believe um <laughs> and it's yeah. you know three games 20 bucks retail yeah. and i just bought it for yeah. 14 and those yeah. three games yeah. were like you know i believe I, if i recall correctly a game boy advance cartridge was like 40 50 bucks back in the day something like that so it, 30, 30 or 40? Yeah, I think they were a little more expensive, the cartridges. Because, yeah. I mean, I remember paying 90 bucks for, you know, Final Fantasy 3 on my Super Nintendo. So, um, y'all, dude, the Super Nintendo cartridges. So expensive. Oh, my God, those are so um, bad. Yeah. Yeah, people yeah. are like, 60 bucks. I'm like, yeah, how about 90? Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, like, they dropped those games for 20 bucks for all three. And then you got these guys dropping three games for 60 and then they suck. Like, it's just like, it's so weird yeah, to me, like, the, exactly. how they make these decisions. Yeah. Well, because they know that yeah. it's like probably people are only going to get one or two. They never wanted the third. And then they're like, this way we can get all of them. Right. You know, you basically, you're forced into, into purchasing yeah. all of them, even if you just want one. For so. sure. Very blatant final, bullshit. My, it's just very stupid. My final point on this is Rockstar, a publicly traded company. No idea. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Don't buy their okay. shares that, right now. That would also yeah, that's for sure. Well, it's like that that would be the thing that also I think would drive them to push it out quickly and mm-hmm. not uh, and make bad decisions as a result. Mm, yeah. Anytime you get anytime stock prices involved, I just automatically think all that's the thing I don't price. understand though, <laughs> and this is just game development in general. And I know you're in game development, so maybe you can enlighten me. But aren't you more fucked when the stock tanks right after when all of your games don't sell good and, and, and all, and you get all that bad rep, like, like, doesn't that hurt you more in the long run than just delaying a game by a month to get it right or two months? It's, it's the quarterly revenue. I think that keeps investors, you have to be doing better year to year over year. You know, they want to see, um, revenue come in and overhead drop. Right. And typically you don't feel that backlash until after the quarter, maybe the next quarter or whatever. But the product is out. And that's the most important thing that that's where I think it, that you get bad decisions are made by companies, other companies that are just like, we don't care. We're just going to we're, we're about making a quality product, which is where Blizzard was. <laughs> before. 
Um, exactly. That that to me is where you see that you're like, no, we'll, we'll release it when it's ready to go. And then you have the confidence as a consumer that, oh, so and so is releasing a game. I can go no. pick it up. Like right now, it's it feels that way with Riot. Mm-hmm. To be honest, Riot is where you know Blizzard was back in the day. It's a Riot game. You feel confident that it's going to be entertaining. It's not going to be a buggy piece of shit, and you know you're going to get your value out of it. Mostly because they do free to play stuff. But even if you have to buy it, it's you still feel like okay, I'm I'm safe with what this company makes. They they have a proven yeah, track true. record. Yeah, I just you know like care of. like. And this is segueing into some into different conversation, but so maybe it's we table it. But you know, just going with like game companies making weird decisions based on that fiscal crap is like I don't know if you saw the news like three days ago. Um, Square Enix had their quarterly business, you know, quarterly financials, right? And are you mm-hmm. familiar with the game The World Ends with You that was on the DS way back when? I've heard of it. So it, it yeah. was one of their like way more experimental because you know Square used to do these like really weird experimental funky ass RPGs, right? It, they always had their mm-hmm, main line, mm-hmm. right? Final Fantasy running, making them keeping them going, no problem. But then they'd sneak in these like little weird games. So it was a uh, it was a game where you were like a teenager in this Shibuya like video game district in Japan. And then it turned out there was like this second world and you're fighting all these monsters and like earning rep and buying cool in like you bought like fashion clothes for armor and stuff like that. So it was like how f- good you looked affected. Like, it was very weird, but it was like the combat yeah. system was nuts. It used the touch screen on the DS like really well. And the, the style was awesome. So it had it did very well. Um, for what it was and it has this huge cult following so they actually released a sequel to it this year um, called Neo oh. The World Ends With You on the Switch and um, you know first of all you took a niche game and you and you released mm-hmm. a new a new uh, uh, you know a, a sequel to it basically right and then yeah. um, they announced on the thing that it did not perform up to expectations financially and then they basically recalled all of the cartridges from the market. Mm-hmm. So it didn't sell well. So instead of just putting it on sale for half price, let's say, you just pull all your cartridges off the shelf. How, how does that make any sense? So like it started showing up like yesterday for like 15 bucks in like the systems of like Walmart and GameStop for like an hour or, or 20 minutes before they got wow. pulled off the shelf. So, like, I actually managed to score a copy at the Walmart next to my house. Even though it was tagged as out of nice. stock, I went in there, and it was 40 bucks. But on their website, it was 15 and they matched it. And it's like a big Reddit thread in the in the Switch group um, about people talking about, oh, I got it. And, like, Walmart employees are pissed. Like, my the Walmart employee I went and talked to was pissed. She was, like, up and, oh, that ain't a valid price. And I went to the front, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, just go get the game. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for you. I'm like, yeah. She was like, <laughs> she, the daggers that came out it of this woman's eyes. It only takes one worker, dude. Yeah, the daggers <laughs> that came out of this woman's eyes were just, when I went back, and be like, can I get that? Your front-end uh, team lead said he'd match it. And she's like, well, I'm a team lead. I'm like, I don't care. Like, well, he's a better one. Team lead. <laughs> he, he's following the <laughs> rules. Exactly. He's like, I don't know why she gave you any trouble. This is just our policy. You've got it on the website. Just, just do it. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, finally got to take advantage of it. But, but that's again, like, I just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But I mean, I know why they're doing it. It just still doesn't. 
Well, that one doesn't make any sense to me. I think most of the time there's just a disconnect between the, I mean, certainly if you're working with another company, like it, like in a, a situation with like Activision or whatever, where you do have um, like them pushing you constantly to release something, there's a huge disconnect there. But I think even within the same company, like with, like let's just say Rockstars, I think that they definitely like there's one department that handles like all right this needs to be out on time release we've spent all the money in advertising for this if we change marketing. it yeah if we change it we're going to have to have a whole new marketing budget added and we're not going to do any of that and then the developers which are probably lower on the totem pole unfortunately um than the Depends physical the company end. but yeah well yeah but i'm just i i i imagine this only because it happens so much it seems like because they ultimately EA seem like they fold heavily. to the financial side or you know Yes. Rather mm-hmm. than the developer side, because the developer mm-hmm. side, I'm sure, is always saying more time, more time, more time. But the other guys are like, no, now, now, now. So yeah, it definitely is a bigger divide whenever you have two different companies versus one. But I think the divide is still there. And it sounds like in this case, you know, that that divide was certainly very present and uh, it creates these terrible you decisions. Can, but you can still get that divide, even that division, even within the same company. That's what I'm saying. You have siloed, like siloed uh, teams or whatever, like the marketing teams running off, going, "Hey, we, we, this is what we've planned," or the project manager, whatever. Like, this is what we planned. This is what we promised to. uh, Because with EA back in the day, it was all heavy retailers. Mm -hmm. Like they told, you know, GameStop and uh, Walmart and Target. Walmart and Target were freaking annoying. Mm -hmm. That they would have space. They would have product for the shelves on this day mm-hmm. right and back in the day like if you didn't have the product you didn't get the shelf space mm-hmm. and they would put something else there and that was how that was a really big seller it was like you had the big standees you remember walking into a GameStop, you're like oh i didn't know that mm-hmm. game came out and they were just freaking just posters and shit everywhere yeah. because mm-hmm. that was what the publisher had established with that retailer like look we're gonna have the product here's what you, we want you to display blah 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 and marketing was very the the 800 pound gorilla of ea like we used to have quarterly award ceremonies we would call them the action mm-hmm. awards and anytime one of the members of the it was done like a stupid oscars thing where you're like here are all the nominees and the winner is and anytime any of those nominees was marketing 90 percent of the time they won yeah so when you're telling your employees that marketing is the one that is driving all of this stuff, they're getting the accolades, they're getting the recognition that the company's being run by the marketing team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that that's usually like the big problem there. So, but yeah, it, it is unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, hopefully they, we get out of this, this ridiculous situation where game developers just think it's okay to update games later or afterwards, you know? Um, that's the thing that, that pisses me off more than anything whenever they release a game and they're like it's half finished and they're like yeah we'll just patch it as we go like yeah, fuck you, you try patching yeah. a cartridge on a Super Nintendo like we <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> well that's the thing yeah that's the thing it actually required standards before like because you, you couldn't do it now they know they can and it's almost and because it happens so often it's become like an accepted thing it's a crutch right it's a crutch yeah exactly yeah. well so, back at the yeah well see with, with the digital distribution of stuff and the ability for us to be always connected online and this and that, it has led to less of a push to have the game at its highest right. quality when you release it. Like, you see so many times, like, I remember at EA, it was just like, hey, we'll fix it, we'll, we'll ship the game, and there'll be a day one patch. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is that? Exactly, yeah. It's like, stu- stupid. And this was even before everyone was connected online. So that's why whenever you see a game, there's always a day one patch. Some of that stuff is because of certification, though. 
like they may be something when they went through the certification process for the first party developer or the, the hardware manufacturer that they didn't like something that they saw and they were like okay we'll give you a pass you can ship but you better fix this on day one that's a lot of times mm-hmm. that's what happens but then there are other things that are like what's really bad is when you have big huge glaring issues that are like further in the game like cyberpunk being totally unplayable to on two entire launch, launch consoles <laughs> you, you speaking that, of cyberpunk that, did you see today that they finally passed the positive threshold on steam yeah i did no and they, they did? fucking don't wow. deserve it either yeah so apparently there's them. been there's been so many patches and they put it on sale and this is ridiculous they put it on sale on steam for 30 bucks which it's been down to nine ninety nine now on like yeah. Xbox oh and PlayStation, right? It- and and apparently like in the last three days since the sale went in, they've gotten like fifteen thousand positive reviews. Right. Yeah. So the the, oh, the guy, one of the lead developers or whatever, went on Twitter on his personal account and said, you know, It'll be known as a I good can't, game in the future. Well, no, he basically just said like, you know, the overwhelming recent positive reviews you know, I can't tell you how much it means to me, you know, from all the work that we've done to try and fix this for you guys. You know what I mean? So he was just kind of giving a shout out saying, thank you for liking what we did. But it's it's, to me, like you said, Hebrew, it's like, but why didn't you just do this before you released it? Like the Witcher three didn't suck. Like the Witcher three came out and it was fine. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I just downloaded that again. I'm gonna or I'm gonna try to play the Witcher. You know you what? Definitely should. You let me PS5. know. Let me know when you start because I just bought it for the Switch. Actually. All right. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and, and move on to the next topic because yeah. that was a long. So one. yeah, that, good. That's chat, all right. We got time. Uh, it was a good chat. <laughs> it was, exactly. It was. So we want. So one of the things we brought up near the end of that conversation was you know developers taking on new projects or products or whatever mm-hmm. uh, what about developers bringing in new teams to work on older games so epic mm-hmm. purchased we mentioned this before epic purchased harmonics mm-hmm. to help them work on fortnite mm-hmm. i didn't even know harmonics was still around bro like i thought those guys were so long gone and dead uh what? Because of the lack of plastic instruments in your living room? Because the, I mean, that whole market segment like died a fiery death. That's kind of died like, off, yeah. Too many plastic instruments. Yeah. Uh, there's there's always, I think, a small. It's niche. N- it's niche. Niche. Yeah, it's definitely a niche group of uh, people who are fans of music based games. Yeah. I count myself as one of them. Uh, I used to play a shit ton of DDR back in the day. Uh, I was always to which my brother asked on a guitar hero. My day. Dude, I remember when Guitar Hero first came out, and I saw it at Fry's Electronics. Going, hey, what is this? I picked it up, and like, oh my god, I love this thing. Yeah. And then Guitar Hero Two came out, and like, oh, you guys are awesome. Think, and Guitar Hero Three was 3 the big one. Was with, garbage with uh, Through the Fire and the Flames and stuff like that, right? Or was that two? See, that was three, and that was I think when that Activision, was my jam. Picked it up and Neversoft was the developer, not okay. Harmonics. Harmonics had but had since moved on to work with EA to produce the first rock band. Okay, well, good. Guitar or, sorry, Hero MTV. and Rock Band, Guitar Hero Three, I guess the one with um, Through the Fire and the Flames and Rock Band One. I played the ever loving balls out of those games. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, the thing about the thing about those is that's where the way I looked at it was Guitar Hero became the game that had music in it 
mm-hmm. versus Rock Band, which was music turned into a game. Yeah, Rock Band was definitely a little more purist, while um, yeah. Guitar Hero was definitely much more fucking rock and roll. Well, I mean, even just the, the genre of music were more like the, you know, you got to the point where, like, if when you were playing Rock Band, you felt like, okay, like, especially when you were playing the drums, you felt more like, all right, I'm actually playing a song that's just been put in a digital form for me to interact with versus mm-hmm. rock or guitar hero where you're like, I'm playing a fucking game where I'm trying to do this song on this game. And uh, that's you know, what that's I mean. Like I, I felt like yeah. guitar hero was like an arcade game. And, yes, and yes. then yeah, guitar or uh, sorry, not um, rock band was an actual attempt at like playing music on a game. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I, there is that distinction and I think most people have it, but yeah. So this, in this one, they're bringing it. Are you saying that they're bringing it into Fortnite? Is that well? Nobody knows yet they what they're doing. No, yeah, yeah. They just know that they're working on. They're bringing in the developer right. to help them work. Are they going to make Hub? So, I, what I hope does not happen because I don't really. I don't want to play Fortnite, but like, if like I don't know if they're going to like fucking use Fortnite as a hub for like we have. 17 different games inside of Fortnite. No, like, they that's are. What I they don't definitely are. No, no. Shit. Well, they, they've already kind of done that already oh, with some different game modes and stuff. But more importantly, what they've done with Fortnite is they've had virtual concerts. I have seen those. With Ariana Grande, Travis Scott, mm. and yeah. I mean, and, even fucking movie release shit. Like, I, I remember there was a, what was it? They were doing uh, trailers or something, right? Well, for uh, Star Wars, um, what is it? the rise of skywalker they did Mm a a virtual concert thing where um jj abrams even like did a like a talk through it and then they released like Mm -hmm. a character at the end of it or something and it was like so fucking weird i remember watching the the stream of it being like why the fuck is this going on right now what the hell is this (laughs) so yeah i hope that this is not fortnite or a rock band inside of fortnite i would honestly be okay with them bringing back a a new type of you know music game but i i want it to be mm-hmm. separate from fortnite yeah i don't know where it's going to eventually yeah. lead the other thing that fortnite does do well is they have a bunch of different like you know ip tie-ins right they had the ghostbusters afterlife came yeah out, so they had ghostbusters skins but it's still things. fortnite so they it is oh my god fortnite That's is not as bad as everyone says it is it's just so fucking tired it like it's just done dude like just <laughs> I mean, it's not done because, like, obviously, its player base is fucking enormous. But I mean, it's just yeah, it's exhausting that 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 genre of game at this point. The juggernaut. I think. Oh, I the think the thing Royale. about I think yeah. the thing about Fortnite is is like, like, League of Legends is bigger, right? Oh yeah, but they're not in the news all the time, right? right. Like, you either yeah. know or you don't, and and they don't like do like some random ass Superman or put Thanos in League of Legends to get clicks. Right. You know what I mean? They respect their IP. For- yeah. Fortnite. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Fortnite, the Battle Royale side of Fortnite has no IP of their own. I mean, almost everything they've done nope. is basically stolen. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, All the dance no, they moves do are stolen. Come own. on. Come on. Hold they on, see hold a dance on, move on TikTok. They, they, they copy wait, wait, wait. it. You know, I mean, they, they do. <laughs> the, all most of their skins are, are derivative of something else somewhere else. They do some. They do some unique stuff, and they're building yes, mechanics. But it's all trash. It's they're, all yeah. All their unique stuff is garbage. Right. <laughs> but but so so because they're always in front of the camera and in the news 
lines, it's just it's just it's tiring to see it, right? Like, yeah, you know that they're gonna keep going for forever. It's just the yeah. people that don't play it's, it don't need to hear about it. Like, I don't read about League exactly. of Legends. It's the forefront the of everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. it's not on Kotaku well, and Game Informer and IGN every week. You know, but anytime something well, the, fucking happens in Fortnite, we got to read about it. I'll plaster it all over everything because, oh, God, yeah. Fortnite. You know what I mean? They struck a, oh, yeah, they struck yeah. a new IP deal for End two of, new characters. It's right? like, cool, they gave, End of they gave two, Disney December 50 fourth. million dollars so they could make $100 million by putting Thanos in the game. Woo! <laughs> you know, yeah, and all the other Marvel characters. Yeah, exactly. So, but it'll be interesting <sighs> to right, see what so they you- do with it if they if they. I mean, they, they're obviously not gonna do anything with it other than do something inside of Fortnite. So, be have to see what they do. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, the fact that they bought an, a, a music developer in itself is kind of you know yeah. news just for a game that's been around for so long. Yeah. Uh, so okay, we talked about it. We talked about developers who like their IP. Uh, Riot, shortly after all the stuff for Arcane dropped in the final season, mm-hmm. gave us a little look into Project L. Yeah, you want to talk about this? Oh Andrew? God, I love Riot so much. Oh, God. This is just a breath of fresh air whenever we talk about good fanboys, dude. Um, I am, but you know what? It's like the one game where I straight up like, what is wrong? I dare it's you. De- to find no, it's. I mean, wrong. it's it's deserved. I mean, they they yeah, like you said exactly. they they do quality stuff. There are companies yeah. that deserve fanboys yeah. for sure. Yeah, lol sucks because of the players, not the game. I think any any online like there is like there is one hundred percent like people are like lol so fucking toxic. I'm like bro, anywhere with like people that can talk to each other any in a competitive com- environment, highly, is yeah, highly toxic. competitive environment where people can talk exactly. across teams. Yeah, yeah like it's toxic. It's, as fuck. Get ready for it. That's a problem with humanity, yeah. not games. Yeah, there's a reason. Uh, like, there's I a reason Nintendo. Everyone's strike. like Nintendo. Put voice chat. They're like, nope, no, no communication <laughs> of any kind. Smart. That's why on like Legends of Runeterra, they actually like fix that on Legends of Runeterra. Yeah, it's just all emotes. They, exactly. And yeah, you can spam emotes, but that's not nearly as bad as someone would like. Oh, fuck your mom tomorrow. <laughs> like it's, it's not as bad as that. So why'd you play that fucking okay. card, you noob? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um but anyway so like yeah uh project l is coming by the way it's it's one of the many projects that they teased in the 10th anniversary um still waiting for the next project the one other project that they have not talked more about which looks like it's not the mmo because we already know an mmo is coming in it's not the other project but it is more of a like like rpg game which i'm super excited mm-hmm. about but this one is a fighter game um, we saw a little teaser yep. of it originally, and they just kind of finally expanded on it. I'm sure having to do with all the big hype that that came around Arcane. Oh yeah, they wanted to get capitalize on it, get eyes on it, which is great for them. And so we we finally got a little bit more about this project. And did you guys see the video on it? Oh hell yeah, I watched the video, okay. dude. The shit that they were talking about and the way they they went through some of Echo's kits and move set, yeah, and just. Well, so one thing that Crazy. I've always really loved about them is that they strive, like they do want everything to be easy to play, hard to master. That's literally like their their motif for every single game that that they that we play, which I love because I think that's the best way to do it. Um, but and they always develop a thinking high end competitive play in mind. Like they take they look at the pinnacle of the competitive scene for whatever they're getting into, and they're saying, all right, how do we do take this but do it better? And um, I know most 
games, you know, probably go into the space thinking it, but they actually like think about it and then fucking achieve it and actually elevate it. Um, that's why uh, they have Chris a Stone's garbage. The developer, BT Dubs. The developer has a player first mentality internally. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of the what we were talking about earlier, because uh, I developed the um, the lead for LOR um, whenever we had the LOR podcast. And he was saying that they actually pushed back the game several times, um, despite the marketing. And granted, that definitely helps because they are all in one, right? So they, they market themselves too. but um, And they have built-in marketing devices, which is even easier. But they, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, no problem. You need more time? Sure, we're going to give it to you. No issue. And that's why it came out as crisp as it did. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's anyways, just, a, you know, once again, uh, reinforcing that they, they definitely are game first. And uh, and they definitely care about the, the player experience. But for this one, yeah, um, yeah, the like you can tell that they spent a lot of time like knowing that they want to see this in professional play. Right. You could you could pick that up very easy just going through the language of the uh, of the video as they started talking about it. One of the big things that they're focusing on is lag. What is it called? The new rollback system, network rollback system. Yeah, or something? rollback. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way you can focus on because that's one of the big problems, especially in Smash. Like that's a huge fucking problem in Smash on online play. My God, lag will fuck like one person at least. Lag is terrible. So it's terrible. Yeah, in, and so here they're doing everything fucking humanly possible with this new system to be able to ensure that everyone is on totally equal playing field, right? Even if they have to artificially mm-hmm. do it. So that's a really important yeah. thing. Um, I like how they're doing it. Not three. Uh, it's not in threes, but it's in uh, pairs. For It's like battle pairs. Um, so I like that system. The design of the game, uh, as far as the like aesthetics of it, super cool. They always try to do something like a little different whenever they go to a new game as far as the aesthetics. So I really dig it for this one. And then the uh, play style for everything is fucking really good. And if you know anything about the characters themselves, you can tell they kept a lot of fidelity to the character. Um, and their abilities and everything like that, but they still made it very fluid feeling and expanded upon it. So I really like what they did there. What so it, here's the ultimate question. Yeah. Is it a six, is it a six, four, two, three or two button? Uh, I think they the said it was a God, you know what they, I think they said it was a four button base. Okay. But easily expanded upon with certain movements. But it was actually, you know what, actually, I think that they dodged the question on that, come to think of it. Uh, But (laughs) I think that they were saying that, like, that was their thing was the whenever they started really going into easy to play, hard to master, was that they did want to keep the approach of it. it, You could legitimately pick up and play, but there's so much intricacy built into characters. I always give a good um, example of this for uh, Riven from... League of Legends, I mean, I fucking despise the character more than anything else, but I will say she's, like, the perfect example of a character who, like, you can take and you can be good with, right? Because her skill set's very good right off the mm-hmm. bat. But the difference between a guy that picks up, you, you, a random guy, you know, knows the game averagely, right? Can pick up Riven and be good with her. You give a guy that knows Riven like no fucking other, and he will destroy everyone because there's so many micro mechanics to that character that you can really min max. And I think that's what they're kind of looking for in this game. Dude, so yeah. yeah. I would say, like, you can tell just by the game style that they chose as far as a fighter goes, like, how Mm -hmm. deep in the competitive scene they really want to be. Like, 
Exactly. You don't pick a high-speed, juggle-based, side, mm-hmm. like, 2D side-scroll, you know, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat-style mm-hmm. game unless your goal is to just have the most competitive shit you can get your hands on. Like, yeah. it really reminds me of, um, like, Marvel versus Capcom, really. Like, the animation yep. style yep. is very, you know, reminiscent of that. And then also the, um, like, the the fact that, like, you can, like, the other characters, will, like, the characters off screen will, like, swap in. Because yeah. that was pretty big yeah. in, in, in MVK mm-hmm. or MVC. So... I'm, yeah. I'm super looking forward to it, especially if it has a low barrier, you know, initial barrier of empty because that's the other thing is like they said that was a priority when you would, like, yeah. when you would like go to the and I'm dating myself now when, when you would go, to the, go to the arcade and throw your quarter up on the screen like you you knew that whoever you were going to playing was the guy that was sitting there whooping the shit out of everybody else standing at the at the cabinet. So it's like you had to be good enough to even waste your time put your quarter on the screen um is this an actual metaphor that like people did before you guys or is this something that you guys actually did no i did no you had to put your quarter Dude, on the thing i was standing there was a, there at the was arcade a when mortal Kombat rolled in for the first time like, oh, like literally standing yeah. at the arcade and we fucking dropped bank on that game so the whole like quarter on the machine thing was a thing to, like, that's for real place oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that was like a legit thing like you would, you I, would I, I think i saw it. i think i saw it in in whatchamacallit, what was the um, Tron? I think I saw it in like Tron or something. Yeah. And then I, I thought that people just were like, <laughs> use that as the example of like, yeah, no, no, no. Order. Like, you no. go to the arcade, and if you're in a fighting game, whoever mm. wins gets to play again. They get to stay. So, yep. like, if you, if you like were the dude that whooped everybody's ass, you dropped 50 cents in that, in that Street Fighter cabinet, and you stood there mm. for an hour just beating the crap out of everyone else that walked up. Oh, God. And, and basically yep. the way yep. it worked is, There'd be a crowd around the machine, and you'd you'd have your quarters up on the screen, and and when it was your turn, you grabbed your quarter off the screen and dropped it in with your other one, and 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 challenged the the current champ, and people would be <laughs> hooting hot, and all and 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 Here's- all the people are standing around the cabinet, they're going oh shit and cheering, and so <laughs> yeah. when you see those fighting tournaments where they do them like live, and they've got all uh-huh. the people. That's where that all it's comes from. Like it's, it's 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 literally them yeah, that's, attempting yeah. to bring that that world Back. into the console yeah, yeah. generation, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Oddly enough, there were there were like you would think that somebody just has random quarters sitting up there that somebody'd be like, "I'm just gonna take a quarter and play." That didn't happen as frequently as you would know. The honor system was pretty big. Back then, because if you took somebody else's quarter, be like, "Bro, that's not your quarter." Like everybody would be like, "That's not your quarter." That was actually that's my first quarter. thought. I saw put it people, up. No, and yeah, people kept track. I mean, like everybody knew like whose was what and who was when, and like, <laughs> yep. Like you put yep. your quarter up there and you counted, and you're like, "All right, that's my fucking quarter," and that's gonna be. And when that gets to that, that's mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that you yep. put it on yep. the edge. You, you, you would put ask, it to the edge of the screen, yeah. and you you count to the left. And then you would, you know, they yep. pull, and then you get pushed over. You know what I mean? And it's like you knew where you That's were. So funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It was, you know, I kind of sometimes I kind of miss those days. Not not uh, having to go against the, you know, the local champ and always get my ass kicked. So I'm dumping quarters in, and and you know, he's just sitting there on his time. first yeah. set, just there's, wrecking people. There's yeah. something about like. And I remember arcades very fondly. And I used to, I mean, like literally every Friday night we would be, you know, I'm now I'm really going to do it. Mall, At the golf mall rat, Denny's oh. for freaking dinner. 
Denny's parking lot, cross the street to the arcade, arcade until 1 a.m. when it closed. <laughs> like that was every freaking weekend. Bam. That And it was like there was like 30 of us and we would just make this this trek and the group would get bigger and bigger and bigger at, until we descended upon the arcade. That's you know? so fucking, that's so fucking crazy to me. It sounds like a different fucking world. It is. It is. I mean, it really it was. It is. It, it was, was a different world. And then if you were really lucky, once we you know started getting older and people were getting cars and stuff, you'd drive down yep. to the, to the arcade that was like, it was like this massive arcade, like giant arcade with golf cars uh, with go- mini golf and oh, the, the go karts and yeah. all that stuff, mm. and it was like spend twenty yeah. bucks on quarters and you get five dollars free, and you'd be there like, and they were open until like three in the morning, and you would be Damn. there like all freaking night, you know. But yeah, Shit. you missed out, man. Trust me. Uh, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great, it was a great time. I just remember going to an arcade, going, man, I can't wait till this game comes. This goes goes to the Nintendo. Like, no, there's no way this game is gonna be on. Never Nintendo gonna happen. Are like way too good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The NES is shit compared to this. Um, speaking of consoles that look mm-hmm. cool, though, PS5. Uh, Sony apparently got a patent cleared for faceplates. Hey, boy, that's what I'm talking about. The um, I mean, are you guys big into the mod faceplate thing? I'm not, but. Well, he doesn't have a PS5, or do no? You don't have a well, PS5. No, right? I don't have a PS5, but I don't know why you yeah. would waste money on a faceplate for your freaking thing. I might that should be. In there. I might waste. <laughs> I mean, I I might waste money from a faceplate. Your ugly spaceship. <laughs> it doesn't look great the, the way it is, but yeah, I might I might uh, put some money down on it. But did you see the colors on these things though mm-hmm. that they had? Well, I think that's just, just that's just like examples i think i mean we don't even know a hundred percent if it's gonna happen like we just know they filed a patent for it but yeah like cover for electronic devices with a patent right so i mean it's super broad but yeah like if they if they did like some very specific designs like yeah i could see myself getting one to try to make that thing just a little bit prettier right (laughs) Um, I don't know. Mine's tucked back behind a monitor, so you can't even really see it. So, <laughs> well, maybe this way As you might be able to be. actually get it out. No, because <laughs> I, I I don't have the space for it anywhere. That's why it's tucked back uh, behind okay. a monitor. I thought it was because because uh, right now I have it hidden just because I don't really want to look at it. So Uh-oh. yeah, but oh, no, I, it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, I'm glad that they're that they're doing it. I always wish that they did that shit with. Um, actually, I think for the 360, like the very front, didn't they have face plates or something? Like the bar I, yes, down they did the have face plates. Yeah, on the very the the big that was there was a big uh, plate on the front that you could take off. Yeah, of. I remember thinking yeah. that was really dumb because I'm like, why would why do I want just the fucking face plate? You know, I want the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you like want the whole thing to look pretty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who wouldn't? I don't want just this weird line of cool surrounded by shit. So, yeah, I mean, Nintendo did that with the um. The 3DS, they, the the regular 3DS had removable cover plates, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they would re- they release yeah. all kinds of cool ones like yeah, see it's cool you know you Pokemon and right. stuff like that, and then you know they got scalped and then sold on eBay for you know but of tons course. of money and 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 now they've discontinued them and they sell for like two hundred dollars a plate you know what I mean it's just like whatever damn note but, to self yeah. if they ever release them fucking buy them up and just save them <laughs> I mean it all depend it'll all yeah. depend on how what they do like if they go like yeah. oh here's a you know, it was a little bit easier for Nintendo too because they go, "Well, here's a Mario faceplate," and everyone's like, "Exactly." Oh my God. Or here's Pokemon, IP here's Pikachu plates. and Zelda yeah. and all this stuff, and people are going like, 
nuts crazy for them. So, but yeah, I think it's, um, look, if you customizing your console is like, make it yours. Right. So there's right. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. So go, mo- moving on from making your console look good. It's nothing unless you have pretty games to play on it as well. That's right. Right. Well, what we've heard is Horizons, uh, Horizon Forbidden West's mm-hmm. uh, open world is going to feel more alive and more real than ever. So good news coming from uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West uh, from Guerrilla Games and uh, some of the stuff that they've been up to. Um, yeah, are the, you guys? I know, I know you mug and you're not because you don't have a PS5. But <laughs> uh, are, are they putting this been? one on the PC or no? They, I, yes, I believe it's also going to because Sony has already said that they will be doing will be releasing uh, PC, PC development think, too. Well, it's going to be PS5 and PS4 on February 18th. But I yeah, don't know. If I, I know originally the PC version yet. Yeah, I think that they, I think that they said that they were going to start doing that like later on after release for the games. But yeah, did you do you have a PlayStation at all, Muggin? Yeah, I got a PS4. I played. Uh, okay, that's Horizon what I thought. Zero Dawn. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure you do. You just don't have the PS5. And I don't think you're planning on getting the PS5 either. No, no. I'm, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I at this point, I'm just sticking with the Switch until something that makes sense comes out. Right. You mean like Horizon Forbidden West? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it comes out for PC, it's not really. Here's the thing. With. Here's the thing. Like, for me, like, I almost avoid open world games like The Plague. Because really, I just it's so much of a time sink. Well, yeah, I, I just don't have the time to try yeah. and figure out where the game wants me to go and then do the eight million side quests and find the hidden gem. And like, I prefer <laughs> I actually prefer like a more like controlled narrative experience when I'm playing the game. Something on okay. rails. With, no, not on rails. More structured. But but with the opportunity to explore, right? So mm. you yeah. have a kind of a defined path to get through the game with opportunities for puzzles and twists and turns and things like that. And 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 maybe even multiple ways to get to the same place. But just, you know, the, there's a defined beginning and end. And I feel like what I generally ends up having to me with an open world game is I'll play through what they would know, what you would consider basically the tutorial, which is the first the couple main. hours where they oh. really like this is the it's an all Handful. narrative. Yeah. And then the second they're like, all right, go to this city over there, and then eight hundred <laughs> little dots pop up on your map that say like, oh, there's something over here. I'm like, ooh, 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 and then I'm yeah, like, your, you your know mini what? Map gets chicken pox. Right. All of but a sudden. then the problem is, is that <laughs> because of the infrequency of my playtime. Mm-hmm. Like I may not get back to that game for a week, right? Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> like, am what I the supposed to I do now? Like, which <laughs> dot is the dot yeah. that Matt? You know, it's just and and they're getting better about that that type of thing. But at the same time, for me, I'm just like, you know what? Just give me give me Metroid Dread. You know, I mean, I know there's backtracking and exploration, but it's much more confined to me than this just giant map with dots everywhere. I don't All know if I'm that makes sense. It's backtracking, but it's still. It's still linear because there's really only one way to go next. Right. Right. You can't get around it. But what you can do is then go exp- exploring, as you said, go exploring to get new gear and items. Say, and the shit barrier, there. the the level barriers, though, exist. So you have to go do all these side quests to then move to the next part. Well, but not even not even as much anymore, though, with like the way they they've developed like these games to where the game levels with you. 
that kind yeah. of stuff isn't even a thing anymore. Like you're not going to run into that thing. You can't kill, you know what I mean? And when you come back to that area, you never get to be more powerful than the crap. It's always like an equal challenge to you. So even in that regard, you don't run into that wall that says, no, 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 go, go back and do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always loved when you could out level shit. You I know. Just right. And you just go, go back and just whoop everybody's ass. Exactly. That was there. There is a there is a fun sense to that. <laughs> just like I think it was a meme that I saw where it was like the boss, and then it's like a look of seal on the beach, and then it was me after I went out through and leveled up ninety nine. It's this big freaking orca coming in to, the, to chew the hell out of the seal. You're like, yes, that's exactly what I like. I like being the big freaking orca about to chew up the seal of a boss. <laughs> that is funny. Well, yeah, with so. this with this horizons though, I think that. I'm super excited to play this game, dude. It just looks so good. Every single time I see more information about it, I'm just like, fuck, that's a good-looking game. So, yeah. I mean, I I'm, I can't wait for it. I had a lot of fun with Zero Dawn, so I am definitely going to be picking up Forbidden West when it comes out. I will be playing uh, with you. So, there you go. Yeah. All right. Moving on to a game and our last item, uh, a game that I probably will not play uh, unless someone pays me you to do so. You have to play it a little bit. Nope. Halo Infinite has gone gold. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, I will say, so I, I played the beta a bit. I somehow weaseled mm-hmm. in, like, literally enough for three games, but it was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Feels way, like, back to more like Halo 2 kind of times, um, mm-hmm. which felt better than Halo 3, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, this really feels like that. And they have some nice customization. The only thing is, is that, you know, they brought in the whole battle pass situation, you know, where you can spend some money. You're not a fan of the battle pass? No, no, no. I I actually am. But I'm just saying for people who do have a problem with that. And it it seems to be just cosmetics as well, which is good. Like, I'm all for monetizing through cosmetics, 100%. Games got to make us money, right? Like, I love them to do it through optional stuff. So, um, what the fuck was that? So, so, uh oh, what happened? I have no idea what that is. That is so weird. Okay, we're almost done. I'll check afterwards. It's I can't even describe to you how strange that sound was. It might have um, been my oh, fans. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. It was something in the house. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. It, yeah, okay. but I have, I have no idea. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it felt it felt really really good. You should definitely definitely play it. like even just once. You have the you have the Xbox X, right, Hooch? No, uh, I do not. Oh well, then you're definitely you're not gonna play it. Never mind. No, Halo Infinite is on PC too, isn't it? Oh oh yeah, I forgot PC exists. Like fuck me, PC. Oh Jesus! You poor bastard playing a game on PC. Master Race. Jesus. Master Race. No, I would never play a first-person shooter on a console anyway. So well, I, I, I have no idea how you even think. I wouldn't. I'm the opposite. I would never play a first-person shooter on on PC. That sounds like oh, a nightmare. dude. I had a, I had a proud moment where my freaking six-year-old uh, was on my uh, the computer that my wife uses, and he's playing this web-based first-person shooter, and he's using mouse and keyboard. 
You gotta, and I was just like, oh my God. You got to teach your kid, you know, you be like, son. The right way, I already have. You don't do it like this. You go to your console uh, and play there like a man. No, <laughs> no, no. Mouse keyboard, baby. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Hell no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just like for anyone that's, that's you know, on the fence of if they should try it or not, the beta's out uh, for uh, the multiplayer. Um, it's free. Go ahead and get it. The... Um, the actual game itself comes out on December 8th, and they're coming out with new stuff for the beta as well. New items and stuff like that for customization, so you can make your guy look cool. But yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. Try it out. It's, it's you know, one of the things that I feel like these these day for games, um, for like, a, you know... Oh god, what is the term? Um, wow, why am I forgetting? Oh, Battle Royale games, here we go. Most uh, of the popular this isn't ones. A battle. No, 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 no. I'm just gonna say most of the like common battle royale games because that's the type of shooters we see right now. Um, yeah, like you die very quickly. Like it's much unlike back in the Halo days. Um, you know where people had shields and stuff like that. You could last longer. You gave more chance for outplays and things like that. It just felt better. I've always hated mm-hmm. like the whole quick kill scenario, right? Because it's just over too fast. Um, but it, it, with this game, you know, back to Halo, like it just feels really good to, you know, be back in that suit <laughs> and have the ability Very, to yeah. outplay people. So, yeah. Very Team Fortress like where it's like you don't I never have played just Team one Fortress, life. But sure. uh, well, you know, that that kind of shooter where you don't have just one life. You, yeah, even you have in, an objective and until the objective is met, you can keep respawning. Yeah, I was actually just going off of the in the regard of um, like just how long it takes to actually die from bullets, right? It seemed like with COD, oh. with COD it got popular very quick. Like if you get caught, you're dead, right? It still had infinite spawn, but that was a scenario. Now with a lot of, you know, a lot of the shooters that we have now, it's somewhere in the middle of COD and Halo. Right. And Halo, mm-hmm. it's just like you got a beefy shield like you can survive bullets. Right. Yeah. With, you know, in, in like Apex and um, Grant, I can't speak to Fortnite, but a lot of the other battle royales that I've played, like it's, you know, you don't have that much time. Like if they find you first, there's a, most likely you're going down first kind of thing. So yeah, you get a little bit of opportunity in Fortnite, depending on like you how can. Much I'm just saying there's shields. much more outplay capability in Halo because you survive longer both you and him survive longer and i think you get regenerative shields that's the big thing you, uh, right? you yeah, don't have to you do. do anything yeah health yeah. is always as long as you ass. find yeah. yeah as long as you find cover you can regen your shields yes yeah so uh, much much more kind uh, of destiny like but even destiny's quicker than this so uh mm-hmm. but yeah anyways that that's pretty much it's though it though <laughs> yeah i think that's that brings us that's it for what we're doing this although i did have one question yeah uh, did you see the multiverses announcement? The multiverses announcement, like uh, the fact that a multi that the multiverse is coming. Yeah, no, that the game, the game, the multiverses game from oh. Warner Brothers. Oh, that no, I thought you were talking about the whole. Or no, we I'm thinking act- metaverse. Anyways, I, I thought you were talking about the metaverse uh, announcement. No. Um, no, but no, what was what was it? Did you not see the multiverses like N- announce? Hold on, no, are you talking about enough. the fighting game? Yeah, yeah metaverse. Game. No, no multiverse. Metaverse is the uh, that's the Facebook. Oh, announcement. here, here, uh, up here. I here, thought I it was called the metaverse. He's, or something it, like that. This one's called multi or multiverses, right? Multiverses. Oh. Yes. Yeah, the Warner Brothers. Um, yes. Smash clone. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Sure. Don't argue it. <laughs> I, it may. It may. I, listen. I, it look, can add to it. it. It can add to it. It can tweak it. But it is a. It is, it is based it on is. the core yeah. of Smash Brothers. You cannot argue. I, that. I will. I will not hold it against it. At yeah. All. There's it's nothing not like wrong I think with that. that. It's a worse game or anything. I'm, it, but it definitely is going off of the off the concept of yeah, uh, knock them off the ledge sure. until they can't get back up. Right. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, so have you have you like played the Nickelodeon this? one? The Nickelodeon one was the same way, and everyone said, "Hey, this game is great, cool." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't, so have you, you played you, this it, working at at yeah. WB? Remember those uh, betas and alphas I couldn't tell you about? Yeah, that's what I mean. Can you tell us about them now? I, I still can't, I can't tell you what I saw, but I I can say yes, I did. I have seen this game. Yes, I cannot wait for this thing to come okay. out. That's yeah. And and you can join the playtest. Maybe you can get into the next beta before I do. Do I need to have PC? Oh shit! Yeah, you do. Fuck you. I think. Wait, this PC? I don't really? know. That to me. I I don't I don't know actually. Really? I don't think they PC. Seems a weird. Uh, my question. Everything. Crossplay. Oh Jesus Christ! It is not. It does have crossplay though. What? What? I mean, what crossplay? Where? What do you mean across all the platforms? What, what platforms? Like multiplayer, all of them. So it's gonna be on mobile phones. That's. Uh no 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 no. What they mean by crossplay is like it's on all the platforms it's on. You're gonna be able to play against other people. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Platforms. Have they announced all the platforms? I I I would assume so. I haven't heard that anything hasn't been, but I don't, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, PS, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Yes. So no, no mobile. No mobile. Not yet, as far as they've so what announced. It's saying I don't is it know if it's be, going to, but... What it's saying is it doesn't want to be profitable. Well, yeah, and it's not on Switch either. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not on Switch, yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm, if you want to make money on your game, if you want to make fucking money on your game, you go to mobile, dude. Yeah, show me the last Warner Brothers game that turned a, a billion dollars in the first year or whatever. What was the number that... <laughs> it was $3 billion. $3 billion in a year. <laughs> $3 billion. That what? That's Genshin. Uh, what? Genshin Impact Genshin or whatever? Impact, yeah. Dude, Gen- Genshin Impact is such... You cannot measure anything by that, dude. It's it is not, listen, such it's not the aberration. first mobile game to break the billion dollar barrier, though. Let's yeah, exactly. It's, oh, it's no, the, no, no. I'm not the, saying that. It's the best one to do it. It's, it's the, the one that did one, it the fastest, but... Yeah, exactly. It, and it won't be the last one, either. No, no. There'll be others, too. Yeah, you I cannot bitch, wait to play all you want about anything, but the mobile market is worth a hell of a lot more money than the traditional console market. Yeah, I say if you ever want to make like real fucking big bucks, yeah, you go mobile. <laughs> with a with a with a really fucking solid game, you go mobile. Um, See, the the it depends on the game because mobile can be super volatile. It depends on the space you're in, the uh, the the game you're making, right? And um, also like like how po- like how much power do you need, right? You can't. There's some things that just do not translate well to mobile i think most things can translate well to mobile but they definitely have to make sure that the user experience is optimized for it and but i think if as long as they do that which they certainly should because knowing how big that monetization space is you absolutely should in fact it might even be your focus or should be your focus but well regardless the um like i i you i definitely think that in order to stand out above the rest though you have to certainly have a good quality game if you want to come in guaranteeing money. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. All right. But yeah. I will say right. Adventure so, Time on multiverses, like, uh, like you know, being able to play Jake the dog and um, mm-hmm. Finn, like, I, Finn. I, I, I fucking can't wait for that shit, dude. I mean, Shaggy. We got yeah. Shaggy in there, so. I don't mean. give a shit about Shaggy, unless I can I'm, play I'm all about Scooby. If I can play Scooby, all right. Shaggy, no. I'm all about Steven Universe, man. Garnet is going to be my jam. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, Rick right. and Morty? Fine. Oh, I'm going to play Rick and Morty on there. <laughs> so, uh, oh, shoot. Oh, there was one other thing I was going to freaking say. God damn it. Oh, well, never mind. Not super important. We can move on and wrap up then. Oh, yeah. I guess oh, oh, we're done. Right? That's I remember it. Hold on. I remember it. Uh-huh. Um, you were talking about mobile. Doesn't Xbox have a uh, ability to play mobile? Using like mm-hmm. their yeah, you can kind of like it like streams it to it or something like that, right? Yeah, cloud. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can yeah. do it two ways. You can do it through the cloud, or you can do it off of your home Xbox. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Done. Mobile. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But it's got to have the treadmill. Right. It's got to have the mobile treadmill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll we'll call it for this this week. All right. Yep. So wrap it up. That'll wrap it up for this week, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Oh, I didn't do the shameless shilling at the beginning. I forgot about that. So I'll I'll do it now. Oh damn. Yeah, I'll do it now though. So thank you guys so much for listening, patrons. We really 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 appreciate it. Uh, and uh, thank you for understanding about last week. Everyone was on a fucking terrible schedule, so we couldn't get that handled for you guys. But thankfully, Muggin um, went ahead and did a little, uh, spent some time with the host scenario while um, Hooch and I had to take off. But uh, yeah, we'll be having this released out quick. If you guys are interested in checking out more about the perks for the Patreon, make sure to go to patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. And then you can go to our Discord, discord.me forward slash ANR. And um, yeah, make sure also to go to Apple Podcasts and leave those five star reviews because that really helps out with visibility. And that's the whole spiel, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, sounds about right. Yep, I did it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Peace. Later.